a universe. Um, this little practical joke you're playing on me is not funny anymore. I'm ready for it to stop. And if this actually turns out to be not just misplaced, but lost, well, I believe I will have set a new record for losing shit I care about in a 10-day window. 10-day? No, it's been longer than that. Three-week window. If I lose my tennis racket, still don't know how that happened. But if I lose my tennis racket and then lose my wallet all in the same month of October, which would be true, well, what, what, what am I going to lose next? I know, my sanity. Yes, I get it. But what the fuck? How, how is my wallet misplaced? It's one thing for me to lose it in the house, which I do all the time. But to not have gotten home with it? That's weird. That's as weird as not getting home with my fucking tennis racket. Which starts to make you think, am I losing my fucking mind? My very last distinct memory of it was using a restroom. I had my jacket pockets open so as not to urinate on my jacket and know my wallet was in my jacket at that point. Very sure of it because I zipped the pocket that it was in up thinking, eh, I don't want that to fall out. I then went to work where I then worked five hours to then get on my bike and ride home. And in that time, I lost my wallet. So, hmm, well, I'll stay optimistic for another five hours until I can actually get back to work and check out all the potential cubby holes I could have stuck it in where it's still just sitting and no one has located it. Long shot that that is, since I have no memory of doing anything like that. I can't consider it lost until the day has passed and I have checked every avenue possible. <clears throat> which, of course, includes revisiting that restroom, which I've already done. And... Fuck! This one is annoying. One, because I had... I don't know, between 40 and 60 bucks in cash in there. And two, because now I have to go get another state ID, Colorado driver's license, whatever. I have to go to the DMV. Getting a new card will take two days, and frankly, I'll get by. But going to get a new ID, ugh, God, I don't want to do that. I hate going to the DMV. But... <clears throat> What you gonna do, right? And since none of this do any of you care about, well, this is my way of keeping you from listening. I've told you not to listen to this. There's nothing of value here. I am wading through a world that seems to be embracing mediocrity with a 
almost by default <laughs> sensibility. I feel like we are where we are because nobody gave a shit to think that we might want to be somewhere different. At least those with the rather simple intentions of just being a good person and leading a good life. Those people, I don't know if they realize how much momentum of their own good intention has been swung away to support and, I guess, um, encourage. I don't know if encourage is a good word here. The ways that the schemers are scheming the innocence is starting to boil over. And I'm not really an innocent, <clears throat> but I'm not really a schemer. I'm just capable of seeing both positions inadequacies, as well as the spiral of karma that the schemers have locked themselves into. But I... I'm not going to speak about Israel or Hamas or Palestine or any of that stuff again unless it becomes so culturally relevant as to dominate. Oh, is someone at my door? Nope. No good Samaritan was returning my wallet at my front door. But my front door was unlocked and blowing open, so good to get that fixed. All right. I actually am on here to talk about something today, other than my own doom and gloom. And what's karmically interesting about this is <clears throat> how I was in the midst of purchasing a second superfluous bicycle this evening, after doing so yesterday, but now I don't have my wallet so I can't do that. Not to mention that there was another financial outlay potentially sitting in my wheelhouse tomorrow, which now I also can't do. I wonder if the universe is telling me to slow the fuck down. It might be. If my wallet turns up on, say, Saturday, somewhere in the house, where I've looked, well, we'll know. But I just don't expect that scenario to go down. I've been a little bit too on point when I'm uh, <clears throat> uh, when I'm dealing with my own uh, setbacks. This one feels like it is not karma, but me being a fucking dumbass. And likely putting my wallet in a pocket that uh, I... Did not zip up, and riding home on a bicycle that over one bump, out goes my wallet, and I never hear it, and home I go. That feels like what the real story is. Whatever. How much of this can you take? 
If you're eight minutes and two seconds into this and you haven't given up, let's talk about whether or not your life is going somewhere. Speaking of my life going somewhere, shit, pause. All right, well, um, interrupted again shall we be momentarily. So with that limitation in mind, what? All right, I am. Discombobulated has never felt more appropriate as a description for me than today. And I think it could be a lack of weedus injustice that is contributing highly to this condition. So, to the Golden Goat Super Lemon Haze Double Dip I Shall Go, and since you don't care to participate, we'll just leave you at the nine-minute mark on your own. What I wanted to discuss, and I don't know if it's the media coverage or just the, the unfortunate run of... Um, of interfaces I've had lately, but liars, liars are all over the place. <clears throat> and, um, and I, what I'm, what I'm really starting to get concerned about is how we are quick to, um, tolerate scalable offenses and those who, uh, scale them to the extreme try to claim the same level of naive innocence that those who might scale them unintentionally or just to the initial level are uh, willing to then grant some level of camaraderie. Okay, what the fuck did any of that mean? Here's what it meant. There are many levels of lying. And most of us lie every day. And <clears throat> because... There are lies of which we are almost obliged to participate. Oh, oops, hang on. Pause. Okay, I'm pause. Okay, I'm back. And I'm back because I made some cookies, you know, had to have some comfort food. Fucking A, man. I can't believe my wallet's still missing. I don't know where it is. But I'm over uh, the... Um, direct concern of the situation because I can't lose any money unless you guess my pin, which, you know, 10,000 to one, go for it. Um, and I can't, uh, really lament the fact that I might have to take a new photo. The last, uh, driver's license photo was by far the worst of my entire career. And, uh, given the somewhat permanent nature of those. Uh, I think re-upping while I'm in the best physical condition I've been in in 25 to 40 years is probably the way to go. So, all things considered, I have finally found some of the upside to all the fucking downside. But, <clears throat> where I'm not finding upside is in my vaporizer, which just cannot seem to stay consistently hitting. Um, where I cannot find optimism. Well, this is a phenomenon that's new. There was a time when um, we didn't 
we didn't include our fallibilities as points of camaraderie. In other words, those that were prone to, say, um, uh, kleptomania, I'm sure have a, a Facebook support group or something, and they're, um, they wear that, that connectivity among each other with some level of, of community, pride, not pride, not pride, not pride, community, connection, belonging. Um, and the kleptomaniacs, um, and their deviant truth, um, allow the truth of say the, uh, the deviant, um, uh, disciplinarian to start talking about the way he treats his kids or whatever. As society has become more open to its flaws, individuals, and those individuals uh, are are public uh, enough to connect with other individuals of like circumstances. Well, <clears throat> we start to have these slippery slopes where we see ourselves as having a deviant side. So if that's what their deviant side is, well, then that's just their deviant side. What I mean is we start to think of ourselves as all somewhat the same level of good and bad. And it's just not that way. And the really bad, and really bad, I don't like to say that, the least tethered among us to their um, soul-centered moral fiber, those folk, well, they depend on you being inclusive of their deviance, being somewhat acknowledged in the space that is humanity, that we're all kind of a little fucked up. And just because my deviance is gambling, does that make it any worse than your deviance that is compulsive consumption? I don't know, right? Like, you start to have these conversations, and you start to say, okay, I guess, yeah, well, fuck. I mean, yeah, I think gambling is stupid, but I do own 48 pairs of high heel shoes. That's kind of stupid, too. But they all have a purpose. So in your, in your solidarity, you start to accept um, a, a cracked egg as it were, because you're one too. All right. Why does any of this matter? Well, the reason it matters is because the one place that we're all kind of similarly deviant, or at least we're all deviant, is lying. And as a recovering liar, full-time liar, not part-time, full-time, um, well, I can say that <clears throat> this is one area where we all are guilty of the crime, but we have very different levels of transgression available within this particular mm, zone of uh, human frailty. 
What is lying? Is it cowardice? Well, uh, here's the thing. It isn't always the same impulse. In fact, that, in my opinion, is what separates most liars from the really off-kilter ones. And do I want to talk about this now or do I want to talk about this after I've exercised? Um, here, I'll just I'll give you the categories and then I'll break them down when I get back. To me, <clears throat> the first level of liars are the lies that you tell to just keep the peace. The lies that are agreeable because eh, we don't really need to have a truth in a place where the lie isn't hurting. These are the family lies that you have about so-and-so's um, business that failed and the reasons that they cling to why it failed when you know, in fact, it was their lack of work ethic or whatever. So there are these um, keep the peace lies that all of us are in on that, frankly, will never go away. There is an element of soft... Uh, um, acceptance of a reality that is, though unhinged, unhinged safely and supportively, um, that I think is a sign of a of a empathetic community. Uh, I'll leave it at that. But that's number one, and that's the one where we'll, we're like, yeah, but, I mean, fuck, there lies all over the place. Like, dad lies about his business, and... Mom lies about the the smoking she's doing downstairs in the in the furnace room. I mean, we are all lying about stuff. Okay, that's true. Which brings us to level two, which are the next level of lies that we all participate in, which is the true uh, gateway, as it were, lie to the to the level one lies. And that's the hide your shenanigans lies. And those we're all guilty of. Level three, well, that is to hide your or, or protect the malfeasance that you're up to. In other words, it's not just to um, gloss over the idiot shit that you're doing. It's to protect the intentionally deviant shit that you're doing. And then there's the level four lie, where you are actively misleading people around you for your own benefit. Now that we have those broken down into categories, look at this. We're about to have a nine-minute segment on top of a nine-minute segment. And I'll say that to get us to those nine minutes, why did I hate marketing? Because marketing is lying. Marketing is trying to spin something of your uh, offering into something better than it is so that people will, it will grab people's attention in a way that will convince them that they should move forward with your product. Marketing is the selling of something rather than the improving of it. And that's why I hated being a digital marketing ad agency person. It was awful. But more on that later after I play some tennis and whatever else. Talk to you later. Bye, bye, pop, pop, pause. Unpause. Oh, and don't be surprised if we revisit the 50 dudes, 50 women um, stuff. Because what do you do with the 35 to 40? Or as percentages like to call it, the 70 to 80% of men who really are basically now without purpose. 
And it's not that the 20% that are there have purpose. They're, they don't either. They're just at least uh, a vital cog of the system. So they can fake it. But I don't, yeah. Talk about something to think about playing tennis. Well, it's better than thinking about your tennis game because that just makes your tennis game go shit. All right. Anybody care about this? No? Good. Then I'm leaving. Bye.